Hello, my name is Larry Dobrow. I am MM&M's Editor-in-Chief, and I'm thrilled to have drawn the long straw for a change and uh, get to host this podcast with uh, BioLumina President and CEO, Kirsten Kantak. Kirsten, thanks so much for joining us here today. Larry, super happy to be here. All right. Um, what we'll be talking about a little bit is um, agency work and how it's evolved, um, whether it can be fulfilling. Uh, BioLumina is one of the agencies that I believe does one specialty, in this case, oncology, extremely well. So we're going to talk a little bit about that work, um, a little bit about the environment around it. But uh, our first question, as is now a uh, habit on these <laughs> podcasts, is, is this. Um, how are you? Um, how have you and everyone in the BioLumina team weathered what we've dealt with over the last, uh, guess what, 20 months now? Uh, I'm well. I like to say I'm living the dream because I think if you say it, it's true. I think that, you know, we've changed a lot over the course of the last 18 months. I think that in many ways, we've, we're coming out of this situation stronger than we went into it. You know, we had, as an organization, we have a, we've had a strong culture for a long time. I think that through the, the challenges that we've all faced, and we've all faced different challenges through this, uh, through this, because we all have unique situations. Um, I think that we've been able to create even stronger bonds with each other because we really had to be there for each other uh, to support each other through this, um, to listen to each other, uh, to laugh together, to cry together, um, and just just be there and, and have the goal of, of doing good work and having fun and learning and growing and staying focused on that has, I think, made us better at the end of the day. I, I think this plays into the topic at hand, but um, how long did it take for Biolumina to kind of get into that rhythm, that pandemic rhythm of, you know, everybody being in various places, but, you know, we're still a member of a team. We still have a culture that we prize and want to make sure endures. Were there any, were there any false starts along the way? I, I think that we actually got into that rhythm pretty quickly. I think it was the result of our strong culture to start with. But I think in addition to that, we were challenged by a number of our clients to find ways of doing things virtually um, in order to save a travel budget. We do a lot of global work and a lot of our clients really challenged us to find ways to do workshops and working sessions and brainstorms in via video prior to the pandemic. And all of that learning and structure and process that we put in place based on that client request, I think set us up really well to function in, in a hybrid, in a completely remote environment, not even a hybrid environment. The other thing is, is that we had already implemented uh, an optional work remotely two days a week for everybody in the agency. And we have two full departments that are completely remote as it is anyway. So I think a kind of a, a function of all of those things made it easy for us to transition into the completely remote setting. We certainly had had hiccups along the way, but we launched uh, one of our indications, I think two or three weeks into the pandemic. Um, and it was one of the smooth, smoothest launches we've ever had. None of those like late night shenanigans that can happen. So I think that, you know, I, I'm, I'm really proud of the team and how everybody pulled together and we just figured it out. And it seemed almost, aside from the emotional strain and stress of the pandemic and all of that, which I would never, you know, under underestimate or underemphasize, um, but the team was able to really pull together and and have a focus and and the team's success, uh, I think, really connected people and we were able to just focus on getting the work done. And I think it gave people something to hold on to as well during the pandemic, especially the early days. 
Yeah, I was going to say those first couple of uh, months, actually, not even weeks, you know, there was a there was a weird sense of almost dislocation simply because, you know, we were all in places that we weren't, you know, uh, kids weren't at school, we weren't in our offices. And uh, yeah, it's amazing to think that we've been doing this as long as we have, you know, with some normalcy having been restored. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a step back. Um, BioLumina is focused on oncology. Um, tell me a little bit about how it evolved to the point where, you know, it's generally regarded as one of the, you know, the A-listers for these assignments. Well, we were, when we were originally launched back in 2008, we were launched as a, a specialty shop. When I joined the agency in 2015, we took a look at the work that we were doing. And, it, and at that time, it was mostly oncology. There was a little bit of other things strewn about in there. But as we tried to kind of relaunch the agency and and, and focus on, on a growth trajectory, we looked at what we did well as, as, as an organization. We also looked at what we as the leadership team was passionate about and where we had connections, frankly, from a client perspective. And all of those things came back to oncology again and again and again. And at one point through looking at RFPs from different clients, we always said yes to the oncology RFPs and we often said no to the non-oncology RFPs. And it just feels like this sweet spot uh, for us in terms of cutting edge science, not just cutting edge, but almost explosive science, um, a place where you feel like you are really making a difference. Um, and that sweet spot between those things is just been, has been great for us. And, and, and we've continued to grow. And I think if we look at the world of oncology in terms of how much it's changed over the past several years, it puts us in a good position for future growth. When we think about what else is out there, the future of oncology, more cures coming, uh, long-term survival for even metastatic patients, which is pretty remarkable. I never thought I'd see that 10 years ago. When Biolumina cemented this focus, you know, when it did the, uh, the rebrand around, you know, oncology strictly, what was some of the feedback that you received internally um, from clients, um, from the larger agency community? I think that, I think most people thought we were crazy. Because most people, I think most many people assumed that we were lim- limiting our growth. Because what agency could be a big agency and focus just on one disease state? The feedback that I've heard internally from from folks is that people uh, appreciate the focus; they're excited about it. I think the people that choose to work at an all oncology agency are people that are really into the science, or have a really strong personal reason for wanting to be. Uh, wanting to work in oncology, internally, people love it. There's there, there are some people that are concerned that it doesn't give us enough breadth or areas to grow from, um, both financially as well as creatively. I think we've proven that theory wrong in terms of how much we've grown over the last several years. Um, and I also look at the creative work that we do, and I would suggest that a lot of the work that we're doing is is really kind of pushing pushing the edge creatively. Um, and I think it needs to, um, because we're oncology used to be a place where you could just sell the data and you could just sell the science and it's becoming a, a much more crowded space that requires more compelling, more meaningful creative than it ever has before. So internally, we've heard kind of mixed feelings at the end of the day that people who are choose to continue working at an all oncology agency, love it. What we hear from our clients is that they really appreciate and value our focus in this space because we have such a breadth and depth of experience that our clients can come to us and and give us a challenge and say, 
how have other brands handled this situation? And it's pretty typically pretty easy for us to come up with an analog. That being said, we like to hire people that don't have oncology experience because to my point earlier, it's a very competitive space now. Um, and having um, people who have worked in really highly competitive spaces within the pharma world, it's really great to have those folks join the agency and bring their marketing prowess to the scientific and market expertise of the folks that we have in the agency. So that really diverse mix of experience, I think is really important to the work that we do because it, it, it pushes the work forward. You touched on this over the course of the last answer, um, but let me throw it at you anyway. Um, the, the meaning of working in oncology, what, what does it mean to you personally? What does it mean to BioLumina team members? Um, you touched on the fact that there are some people that like the science, but just as many that have a personal connection. Um, how much does that feed into the work that BioLumina does? How much does it inform the way that BioLumina goes about its business in the world? I love the world of oncology because I have personal reasons to, to be connected to it. My father passed away from cancer when I was a kid. And I think that that has really driven a personal connection to the space, certainly. But intellectually, this the explosive science that is taking place in oncology is just, uh, I think, kind of mind boggling. I, I, I consider myself so lucky to work in this space because I feel like I learn I get to learn something new every day and not just learn something new, but learn something new to me. That's also brand new to the world at the same time. It just feels exciting and exhilarating at every, at every When I think about the rest of the agency and what I hear back from my teammates, it, you're right. It's there's a, there's a lot of people who are connected to it from a intellectual standpoint, from a scientific standpoint. And there are a lot of people that, like me, have a personal connection to the space and a personal reason for wanting to work in oncology. So we kind of we kind of run the gamut. And you know, some people are purely science, some people are purely the emotional side, and there's others a lot like me who have kind of the, the balance of both. Um, and also, I think also for many, it's this the feeling of of giving back. Um, when we think about the work that we do as an agency, it's about making sure that clinicians and people with cancer and their, and their loved ones are able to have the information necessary to make the best decisions for them as individuals. Um, and I think that the work that we do helps to support that. Uh, to follow up on that, you know, the benefits of this, you know, having that, you know, purpose to the work that you're doing day in and day out. Um, tell me about some of the benefits beyond the ones we've already discussed. And also, you know, what, what do you hear from team members um, along those lines? And what are some of the things that they bring up as things that they really like about not only the focus, but also the company, the culture and everything that comes with it? So according to McKinsey, and McKinsey has tons of great research and tons of great data. According to McKinsey, I think it's something like 70-ish percent of people um, say they define their, their purpose through their work. And on top of that, people who feel purpose in their work report higher job satisfaction, which, you know, we want people to be satisfied with their jobs, um, which is one of the reasons we do really focus on, on, on the purpose of, of the work that we do. Um, our vision for the agency is to be the Delta. So it's about creating change in our own little corner of the universe. I believe that the work that we do has the potential to make change in our tiny corner of the universe and, and within the, the disease states, um, tumor types within oncology that we work on. Anecdotally, aside from the big, the big data, um, anecdotally, when I look around and, and 
sit in on meetings or client presentations, I see this um, really connected, passionate, brilliant group of people that are doing work that is is really quite remarkable and, and really making change in how how treatment decisions are made and how 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 people are, whether they're clinicians or pe uh, patients or loved ones, um, how they're making choices. And, and I think it makes a big difference for people as members of the bioluminate team. Like we, we can see the difference that we're making. We can see um, a new standard of care being adopted by clinicians. We, we see the feedback from, from patients in, in support groups um, learning more about, uh, about how they're evaluating their own choices. And this is so important when we think about the world of cancer. Um, they're big, big, big decisions for clinicians to make and for individual patients or their loved ones to make in terms of therapies. Like it's, these are life or death decisions, right? Literally. Um, literally life or death decisions, right? And it's so important to make sure that you have the information necessary to make those choices. What we hear from, from folks in the agency, every year we do a survey um, that, that measures, we do it twice a year, that measures engagement, intent to stay, um, those types of things. And we ask about uh, purpose and if our, our teammates feel connected to the purpose of the organization. And we score very high on that metric. And people say, there's, the quotes are all kind of in the same, in the same uh, theme, but it's, we, we're working in oncology. This is an important place to be. We can make an impact and we can, we can change people's lives. So I think people feel good about what we do. And I think that they should because they're, they're doing important work. Kirsten, tell us a little bit about the directionality of the purpose-driven nature at uh, Biolumina. Um, it's top down, it's side to side, it's bottom up, it's every direction. How do you make sure that's infused throughout the organization, especially since, as you said earlier, there are a couple of departments that have always been all virtual. Um, how do you make sure this is something that is across the organization, even if you're not all under the same roofs? So the purpose is definitely defined as an, as an organization is to, you know, to make, to be the Delta, to make a change in your corner of the universe. Um, and everyone is, you know, we've tried to pull everyone together around this idea, but everyone has their own purpose, right? For me, it's it's slightly different than the next person that I work with. Um, we want to make sure that people feel empowered to make the impact that they, that's their why, right? Everyone, everyone has a different why for why they do what they do and what drives them and what excites them. We as an organization have pulled together a group of people that are passionate about making a difference in the world of oncology, but everybody does it in a slightly different way. And I think that we're able to have everyone kind of rallying around this, this idea is because we let them do it in their own way. We encourage people to speak up. We encourage people to bring their perspective and their passion and their, their why to work. And we, we try to create an environment that um, encourages people to be their authentic self, to express their perspective, that great ideas can come from anywhere and everywhere. And we really try to empower everyone to, to use their voice. We have a, which I think Larry, you and I've spoke to, spoken about before, this philosophy of happy conflict, this idea that positive intellectual debate can make progress. And by progress, I mean better work, better strategy, better messaging, better organizational solutions. Um, 
And that idea of happy conflict can help facilitate and pull people in um, so that they can share their purpose and share their personal why and contribute to kind of the, the, the agency's bigger purpose. Um, we've talked a lot about the internal um, workings of Biolumina and purpose and you know, the sense of mission that everyone at the company has. Um, oncology itself is not, you know, it, it's, it's tough. It's, you know, it's high science, you know, it's very emotional. There's so many complicating factors. The work itself, um, how, how does this, how does Biolumina interface smartly and effectively with customers? Um, do clients have high expectations based on everything that goes into the work? Clients have really high expectations and they have every right to have those really high expectations. <laughs> it's an important, you know, life or death uh, choices here. Um, they expect us to talk the talk and walk the walk. They want us to be able to speak to the, the most complex science as well as the most complex marketing omni-channel approaches. Um, and I think the way that we're able to do that successfully is we have a really, a really amazing medical department. I think we have the most amazing medical department probably in the industry. Um, and they keep us uh, smart and up to speed. And uh, they spend a lot of time, we spend a lot of time just learning so that we can be smart in those conversations with our clients and frankly with each other when we're coming up with ideas. And the same thing from an um, from a uh, from a customer experience standpoint. I, I think that we have one of the best in the business from that perspective as well. Again, we do a lot of training from an omni-channel perspective and from a customer planning and customer experience perspective. Um, clients expect us to be kind of at the forefront of everything that we do, from content to marketing strategy to marketing execution. And one of the things that we see from our clients is really an expectation of partnership. It's not, they don't just throw something over the fence and expect us to execute it, but they really look to us and value our, our focus in oncology and our expertise in oncology. You know, I like to think that they think of us as partners, you know, versus vendors. We all talk about that phrase. I do see that perspective from our clients, but they, they expect us to be, be with them and have a seat at the table with them. Um, and they want our expertise. Um, and frankly, you know, yes, they're, they have high expectations and yes, they, they hold us to those high expectations, but I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. We want to make sure that we're doing the best work uh, for these important brands that we work on. Um, the, the fact that Biolumina was, as far as I know, the first to come in as oncology only, oncology first and foremost, does that, does that give you a degree of credibility with customers and clients that you know, maybe some other agencies, I mean, you know, we, we see the rebrandings all the time. Like, you know, one day somebody is the oncology agency, next day they're the rare disease agency and everything else. Does uh, Biolumina have a little bit of a special connection with some of the clients based on its own confidence in becoming oncology first uh, very early on? I don't know if first matters. I think that it's the focus that matters. We've been, we have been doing, it, doing this and focused in oncology for a long time. I think that our focus is what really matters to the clients, and maybe it maybe it also is related to being first or one of the first, and that you know that uh, certainly results in a lot of experience and a lot of perspective. And that's the thing that what I hear from clients that they appreciate is that that we've seen these types of things happen, and we know these analogs that we can learn from, and we know what the competition is doing from a marketing perspective, and that's the thing. I think that 
<clears throat> that clients really appreciate and really value because they can pick up the phone at any time and say, this is what's going on. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. We bring things to their attention as well that, that they might not be aware of just based on kind of our, our teams really paying attention to what the competition is doing or other folks in the oncology space is doing. Kirsten, one last question for you. It's sort of the uh, sort of the crystal ball question. Um, what's next? Um, you know, certainly there's going to be an ongoing focus on oncology, but how does BioLumina continue to expand its offering? Um, what are some, you know, if we're having this conversation again a year or two from now, what are some of your long-term and short-term priorities that you hope to have achieved? So yes, we will stay focused in oncology. Um, I'm sure you're not surprised at that. Uh, We like to describe ourselves as the anti-cancer agency, um, which I think is a nice rallying cry for for us. We don't, we, yes, we're the oncology agency, but more than that, we're the anti-cancer agency. When I think about a year from now, we have a lot of growth in front of us in terms of the brands that we work on with new indications. We're excited about uh, continuing to partner with our clients on, on bringing those important new new treatment options to to the oncology community. I think the things that we need to continue to focus on, which is a, you know, a continued focus, and Larry, I probably have talked to you about this before too, um, is continuing to focus on the culture of the agency um, and the people at the agency and making sure that they feel fulfilled and satisfied with the work that they do and that they feel like they're in a supportive environment that that's supportive and inclusive and, and, and pushing them to grow and accomplish the things that they want to accomplish from a, from a, from a career perspective. I think overall as an organization, you know, we want to, while we'll stay focused on oncology, I think we need to continue to uh, deliver on our uh, promise of creative with purpose, which is really, um, you know, paying, paying, close attention to the craft of the work that we do and every single element of it and making sure that it is as innovative and meaningful as the products that we work on. But we also want to expand, you know, we, uh, the most, most of the work that we do today is, is with professionals. We do have a growing uh, number of assignments for uh, patient work, um, which is super exciting and adds a whole different level of creativity uh, in terms of the communication. So we're excited to continue to do that. And as you can imagine, over the last year and a half, especially, um, we've really expanded the work that we do from an omni-channel perspective um, and have really built out that whole customer experience and, and digital capabilities as an agency. So as I look for a year out from now, hopefully I'm saying a lot of the same things, repeating that we're, you know, we're the anti-cancer agency and we're continuing to grow, we're continuing to do great work and staying true to who we are as, a, as an organization and as a group of people. You know, what you just said about being true to who you are, I mean, it's certainly something that, you know, we've always seen from Biolumina in our time covering the agency. So many thanks for joining me today and telling us a little more about it. It was fun to talk to you. Absolutely. For the MM&M podcast, this is Larry Dobrow. Many thanks for joining us today and please be well.